The Money Pit is brought to you by Lumber Liquidators, DIYs, Greenworks, Isonine, Perk, Carrier, and Filter Easy. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on this, the very first weekend of spring. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Kind of the Goldilocks season, not too hot, not too cold, perfect time to take on projects around your house, and we are here to help. So give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Coming up on today's show, there may be no way to avoid death or taxes, but we can certainly help with the latter with April 15th right around the corner. We're going to have tips on the top tax-saving home improvement projects you can do. Plus, did you know that there's one home improvement project that takes about a minute to do, costs just a few dollars, saves energy, and makes it easier to breathe? Any guesses? Well, it's changing your filters. We're going to have tips on a new service that makes it really easy to do. Yeah, and just in time for allergy season. Plus, can battery-powered tools do the same job as those that are powered by electric or gas? Well, we say a definite yes, and we tested a battery-powered lawnmower to prove it. That and more just ahead. But first, let's get to your calls at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Jim in Illinois is on the line with a driveway question. Well, I had a question about my concrete driveway and the bad weather. It was almost impossible to get up without sliding back into U.S. 51 Main Street here in Bloomington, <laughs> Illinois. So, that doesn't wonder, sound good. No, and I've done it many times. Yeah. Uh, the incline of my driveway is such that if you can imagine, in good weather... You're sitting uh, by the garage, stepping on a beer, and you're watching cars come up my driveway. It looks like they're ready for launch. Right. And it's, I'm guessing, a 20, 20% uh, grade. Well, I mean, are you, are you ready to part with that concrete driveway? I mean, what kind of a project are you looking to do here? Yeah, we can. My son and I have been talking about it. So that's going to have to be dug out, and that's going to have to be dropped. Well, Jim... You know, I'm glad to hear that you're ready to part with that driveway, and certainly that's always going to be an option for you. But I'll give you a couple of other ideas that are short of doing that. Now, one of which is pretty major. It's called diamond cutting. There are machines that they use, mostly industrially, that can be used to create a textured surface in your existing concrete. It's going to be a big, nasty project with a lot of uh, a lot of dirt and a lot of dust. It is entirely possible to do that. Now, another option, though, is a lot easier, and that is to add a texture to that surface. Now, QuickCrete makes a product designed especially for this. It's called a textured acrylic concrete coating. It's actually available in four different colors, so you can spruce up the look at the same time. But it's designed to put a a non-slip surface, which is very textured, onto old concrete. It'll step up the look of it, and it will give you some traction. And it's specifically designed for driveways, so it's going to have good adhesion. So that's another option for you as well. It's called textured acrylic concrete coating, and it's made by QuickCrete. So you might want to give that a whirl and see how you make out. I mean, you can always opt to replace the driveway later, but if you can get a good textured surface on that, perhaps uh, you won't be sliding back down that hill uh, onto Highway 51 quite as often. (laughs) That sounds like a good shot. All right, well, good luck with that project. Joan in California needs some help with a kitchen remodel. How's it going? Yes, well, we haven't started yet, and I just need some advice on how to get started. 
Do you start with an architect or what do you do? That's a good question. So planning makes perfect. You want to start with a plan. Now, are you essentially going to replace the kitchen in sort of the same layout that you have right now, Joan, or are you thinking about really changing things up a lot? Well, it's a very small kitchen, and I just want to know how to maximize everything. All right. So if it's a small kitchen, you can probably do this inexpensively by perhaps starting with a home center. A lot of the home centers have designers that work on the ca- work on designing kitchens for the cabinetry that they sell and for a very small fee they can help you lay it out and take advantage of all of the latest options. If you want to do more than that, what you're going to do is hire a certified kitchen and bath designer. But this is sort of like hiring an interior decorator that works just on kitchens and baths, and that's going to cost you a few bucks. But if you want to just do this an easy way, I would start with a home center in the kitchen department and see if they'll lay out some options for you uh, using the using the type of cabinets that they sell. Those cabinets are usually pretty affordable at that level, and you know you'll they'll be able to give you some ideas on things perhaps you haven't thought about. You know what, Joan? I think it's really smart to keep a notepad in the kitchen, and everybody and anybody, yourself and your family who use the space, as you walk through and notice little areas where you're tripping over one another or things that just don't make sense or you wish that, you know, X was here and not there, sort of jot all of those down. So when you do go sit down with whether it's, you know, a certified kitchen and bath designer or someone in the home center, you sort of have all of these issues that could be addressed or might be able to be addressed. One thing I really want is more electrical outlets. So that'll have to definitely be in the plan. Well, that's definitely in the plan. And, and, you know, you'll do these things in order. The first thing you'll do is rip out the old cabinets. And the next thing you'll do would be to rough in new wiring and new plumbing to have it exactly where you want it. And then, of course, you'll start the installation of the new cabinetry as almost the last step. It's also a good time to think about universal design in the kitchen, maybe having countertops of different height. So as you get older, you could sit down and work at the kitchen counter as opposed to just standing up. So think of the uh, the sort of accessibility issues when you design this kitchen as well. How much uh, time should I allow for something like this? Well, it depends on whether you have sort of all your ducks in a row. Sometimes it takes a while to get all the, the cabinets delivered. But if everything is accessible and on site, you know, you can tear out this kitchen and rebuild it inside of a week. Oh, wow. <laughs> if you have everybody lined up and everybody's there when they need to be there and, you know, the, the plumber shows up on time, the electrician shows up on time and so on. Sure, I don't see any reason you can't get it done in a week. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck with that project, Joan. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, you want to improve your home and get the government to help you fund it too? Tax-saving home improvements are the answer. We'll tell you about those next. You live in a Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. 
And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. What kind of spring projects are you planning? For me, it's uh, organizing my garage. Actually, I want to take everything out of the garage so I have an opportunity to uh, paint the floor once again with a nice coat of epoxy paint, have it looking really good. And that, of course, gives me the opportunity to uh, reorganize and clean out before I put everything back. So kind of a two-in-one project coming up for my spring weekend. What's going on for yours? Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Barry in Texas is on the line with a painting question. How can we help you? Well, I have a, 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 an arbor outside my house. The beams of my house extend out uh, from the roof, and it makes a, a, an arbor outside. And I've, had, I've painted it a couple of times, and the paint keeps wearing off, and I'm afraid the wood's going to start rotting, and I'm wondering if I should do something special to protect the roof, uh, protect the wood, like uh, maybe put some water seal on it, or I, I even thought about maybe putting some metal stripping it but I thought that might get wet and make it rot even worse. So I just really want to protect that wood. Well, I think, first of all, let's talk about the process of which to properly paint exterior wood. Now, to start, you want to make sure that you're getting off anything that's sort of peeling and not sticking. So if you can, you want to either scrape some of it away, but without damaging the wood. So you can also use a chemical stripping agent, which would take the paint off of the wood and get as much of it off as you can, and then get it nice and smooth, you know, sand any rough areas if you're stuck with them. And then I would use an oil-based primer and an oil-based paint if you're allowed in your area, because that's truly going to adhere. The trick is that wood's got to be bone dry before you go ahead and paint it. Because if it's slightly wet, nothing is going to adhere properly. And that truly will help out a ton. Okay, so so just use oil-based instead of latex paint? Yeah, but Les Leslie said you've got to get down to the wood because if you've got multiple layers of paint on there, it's just going to keep the laminating between the surfaces of the paint, especially being in such a wet location. So you want to get the old paint off, make sure it's super dry, an oil-based primer, let it dry real well, and then a good quality top coat. And I think you'll find you'll get a lot more years out of that surface before you have to do this again. Okay, she she also said that it sounded like she said uh, it need, I needed to get down to, to and smooth the wood, but this is uh, it's rough cedar, so I mean only if you've got areas where um you know where you've got unevenness from any paint that might not come off, just so you're not seeing like that that sort of like rippled edge of the old paint with the new paint. That's truly the only places that I would do it. And you can also use a wire brush too if if it's a rough yeah, cedar. Just, I mean, just, just we just want to make sure you get rid of everything that's loose there. You really get down to an original surface so you have something that can really bite that new paint can bite into. See the the primer is is kind of the adhesive here, and and that's why it's such an important step. If you do a good quality primer that's going to really bind to the wood and bind to the paint and try to keep the whole system together because it really is a system. We don't think about paint as being a system, but it is. The binder sticks to the wood, and the paint, the top coat, sticks to the binder. Okay, 
great. So so oil-based primer topped with oil-based paint. You got it. Good luck with that project, Barry. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, it's almost tax time again. Oh, I hate even saying it out loud. You guys, we are not tax experts, and we suffer through this just like the rest of you. But one question we're frequently asked about that we do have a pretty good handle on is which improvements are tax deductible. Now, like everything with our tax systems, it's beyond complicated and with plenty of ifs, ands, or buts. However, this really is the basic idea. If you've made an improvement to your home that adds to its value, prolongs its life, or adapts it for a new use, you can add the cost of those additions and improvements to the base value of your home when it comes time to sell, which can reduce the taxes that you owe. Well, that's right. And here's some examples of those kinds of improvements. For example, if you do an addition, if you add on a bedroom or a bathroom or even a deck or a garage, or check this out, a swimming pool, they can qualify. Big system improvements like new heating or cooling systems or electrical systems or security systems, major upgrades to your outside like windows or doors or roofs or siding, all deductible, insulation, kitchen appliances that are built in, wall-to-wall carpet, all of these things are potentially tax-saving home improvements, but you got to save your records to take advantage of it. All right, now let's talk about those things that you cannot, cannot deduct. These are any costs of repairs or maintenance that are necessary to keeping your home in good condition, but don't add to its value or prolong its life. Now, examples include painting, and that's the interior or the exterior of your home, fixing leaks, filling holes or cracks, or replacing broken hardware. So your favorite decor project is out, I guess. Dang it! (laughs) So listen, be sure you keep good records of what you've done and what you've spent, because these improvements can definitely help you enjoy your home now and reduce your taxes when it comes time to sell. Head into New Jersey, where Vicki has a painting question. How can we help you? I have dining room and part of my living room. I had the ceiling was peeling, painting and peeling. Okay. As the pieces were spreading wide, opening, coming down, I had a painter come, and he scraped all the peeled paint off, and there were parts that were not peeled, so he didn't touch that. He just peeled the pieces coming down. Now he painted. I have no idea if he put a sealant or not. Then after that, about a year or so later, I had the same problem. Now this is all coming down, so I have another painter, another $4,000 I put into this, and it's peeling again. Let's talk about what's probably happening with your paint. When you have paint that starts to peel like that, it's essentially sort of delaminating. The paint between the layers of paint, it loses its ability to to remain sort of stuck together. It loses its bond. And it's very common for this to happen uh, when you have a lot of coats of paint, because at some point, uh, you're really at the point of known return where the paint, you can't just keep adding more paint because it will peel. You have to strip off the paint that's there. So if you've got this problem of paint that repeatedly peels, the next time you work on this project, you have to apply a paint stripper and pull off the old paint. Then you need to prime that space, and I would use an oil-based primer for a maximum of adhesion, and then you can add the final finishing touch of a latex sealing paint over that. But if you keep adding good paint over bad paint, you're continually going to have this problem where you get peeling and delamination, and the process will have to be repeated. Vicki, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 
Now I've got Andy in New Jersey on the line with an insulation question. How can we help you today? I added on an addition, an enclosed porch uh, to the back of my rancher. It's a 12 by 24 addition. And so first it was just a porch, and now we're enclosing it and trying to make it part of the house. So the question I had was about insulating the ceiling because what it is, uh, it has a gambled roof on it, and it's come out of the house uh, 14 feet to the back door, and it's 24 feet wide. And then there's an A-frame, okay, that goes on top. So I call it a green gambled roof. I don't know if I'm using the right terminology. but uh, So the insulation in the ceiling on the two sides, Okay, it's like a vaulted ceiling, I guess you might say. The rafters are two by eight, okay. and then they they drop into the eaves. So I'm not sure about the uh, ventilation of the roof. So that's what we call a cathedral ceiling. Right, but it only comes up that far for uh, about eight feet. Right, it's like a partial cathedral, so part of it's flat and part of it is uh, cathedral. Is that correct? Yes, it comes up Yeah, it comes up right along the rafters, the ceiling, the ceiling for about eight feet, and then it cuts right across. Okay, so let me give you some suggestions. So, first of all, unrelated to your question, you just mentioned that you built this addition on a porch. Does a porch have a proper foundation? Well, no, I'm sorry. We built the whole porch or as a porch. Oh, it was all part of it. Okay, fine. Because a lot of times we see folks that take old porches and try to turn them into additions, and they don't have the right foundations. Because before we put money in this, we want to make sure you had a good foundation. Now, in terms of uh, insulating the cathedral section, the way you do that is if you have a 2 by 8 cathedral uh, roof rafter kind of span, you can only put uh, 5.5 inches of insulation in that. You need to leave the balance of the space for ventilation, as you've mentioned. And you're going to need to make sure that you have ventilation at the peak, and also towards the bottom of that. Now, depending on how it's configured and how it intersects with the uh, with the lower slope or the flatter section, you need to figure out a way for air to move above that insulation and get up underneath between the insulation and the rafter and out. Now, another way to do this is to not use fiberglass at all. What you could do is use spray foam insulation, isonine spray foam insulation. I did this in my house. And in fact, I just got a uh, an assessment of, of of how well the home was inter- was insulated compared, or how energy efficient the home was compared to my neighborhood, and it went up to being in the top nineteen percent of the neighborhood for insulation, which I thought was quite an accomplishment because my house was built one hundred one hundred twenty five years ago. It's not like we started with a house that was you know was built in in the year two thousand. This is a one hundred twenty five year old house. It's in the top 20% of the most insulated homes in the area because I use isonine spray foam insulation. And if you use the spray foam insulation, you don't need to ventilate. Basically, you're, you're changing that area from an unconditioned space to a conditioned space. You can spray up right against the underside of the roof sheathing and encase the whole thing in foam. And it'll be far more insulated than you could ever get with the fiberglass because, let's face it, you know, we'd like to see, you know, R30, R40 in terms of insulation ability, but all you can get is R19 because you can only get five and a half inches of insulation in there. All right. Thank you very much for your help. Yep. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 
Hey, do you know the one home improvement that takes about a minute to do, costs just a few dollars, and can save energy as well as making it easier for you to breathe? We'll tell you what that is next. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T, MONEYPIT. Money Pit is presented by Greenworks Tools, the ultimate battery-powered outdoor lawn equipment. No gas, no cords, no maintenance. The hassle-free solution to lawn care. With Greenworks, life gets easier. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, as many of you know, before I got on the radio, I spent 20 years as a professional home inspector. So I inspected homes from soup to nuts, floorboards to shingles. And very often when we looked at the HVAC system, the heating and the air conditioning system, we would look to see if it had a filter. And more often than not, it either didn't have a filter or the filter was the wrong size or the last time the filter was changed, you know, your kids were two years younger. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell you what, that's a real problem. We're moving into the allergy season now. You want to have good filtration on your home. And there's a great new way to get that done. That's right. It's called Filter Easy. And joining us is Kevin Barry, the COO of Filter Easy, with some great ideas on how you can get clean air at home. Welcome, Kevin. Hey, Leslie. Hey, Tom. Yeah, I got to tell you, this is a terrific idea. What Filter Easy is, is it's a subscription service so that you can never forget to change your filter. Because basically, when you need a filter, it shows up. I'd never heard of this before. Is this something you kind of dreamed up, uh, you know, I don't know, when you were in college or something? Yeah, that's right. My colleague, Thad, and I came up with the idea while we were in college, 
And it, it stemmed from an unfortunate incident where we had, just as you were mentioning, one of those dirty air filters that hadn't been changed in forever, and it looked like a Christmas sweater. Right. And we, took a trip to, we took a trip to Home Depot, and we were... Uh, unfortunately, returning home with the wrong size air filter. So it was a catastrophe having to go back, return the air filter, um, just, to, just to change it out. And that's not something that anyone wants to do on a weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it really is important to change those air filters, and a lot of folks don't recognize how frequently you need to do that. Do you find that when you're talking to your customers? Yeah, on average, homeowners only are changing their air filters two times a year, and it's really important to, to have your air filter cadence uh, at roughly every 60 days to every 90 days, um, depending on where you live. Now, that varies depending on your home conditions, whether you have animals or potentially asthma or allergy-prone folks in your home. Um, so just keeping your filters changed when they're starting to look gray rather than when they look like the Christmas sweater, you know, that's when you know it's really time to change them out. Well, you know, Kevin, I think, I think we're all sort of taking for granted the, the first initial step. You know, we're talking about the frequency of changing the filters, but I think a lot of times homeowners don't even realize there are filters to be changed or where to find those filters. Yeah, that's 100% true. And by going through your home, you know, nearly every home is going to have some sort of air filter, whether that's in your walls or in your ceiling or in the HVAC system in your house. And since they're out of sight and out of mind on a regular basis, it's really hard to remember in such a regular cadence that you actually need to change these things. And that's where we step in. Filter Easy makes filters easy by delivering them to you exactly when you need them and the exact sizes that you need. Now, you would think that a, that a customized service like this would cost more than uh, going out and buying it at, at the store, but you guys are doing so much business now, you actually can keep the prices down and make it fairly consistent. Is that correct? We actually provide all of our air filters to our users for the exact same cost that you're going to be paying for them at the store. Now, there's actually an additional benefit by changing your air filters on time. The Department of Energy states that you're going to save anywhere between 5 and 15% on your heating and cooling bills. You know, that, that can be a pretty big chunk of change that you can put back into your pocket instead of down the energy tubes. That's going to make a dent. And plus, of course, the air is much fresher and cleaner inside your house. Now, when it comes to selecting filters, um, I know that there's different um, densities of filters. Uh, some are better at, say, smaller particles than others. Can you kind of give us an overview of how that works and how it's determined which filter is really best for your particular situation? Sure, yeah. There are many different types of air filters on the market, from the little cheesy filters that you can see through and you can clearly tell that they're not stopping much, all the way up to the high-quality air filters that are able to filter out the things that come out of your nose when you sneeze and viruses and bacteria that could be floating around your home. And it really depends on the level of filtration that you need in your home. There's a common misconception that the cheap see-through air filters are what you should use for your home because the other air filters restrict airflow and cause problems. And again, that's a misconception. The air filter manufacturers make these filters to be installed in your home, so it depends on the level of filtration that you need for your home. You can use the, the medium quality filters if you have a relatively clean home, but again, if you have the needs of 
um, taking care of aller allergy-prone folks in your home or folks with asthma in your home, you really want to lean towards the higher quality products. And Kevin, do you guys offer a checklist to sort of help people figure out which is the best filter for their home? Yes, we do. We have a list on our website which shows what each one of our air filters filters out so you can determine which filter is the best for your needs and your family at your home. The website's called filtereasy.com. And um, Kevin, I want to thank you because you've been very generous in offering our listeners a promotion for this weekend only, and it's fantastic. Here it is. If you go to filtereasy.com slash money pit, you must go to filtereasy.com slash money pit. You're going to get your first delivery free. Not only the delivery, you're going to get your entire shipment for free. I mean, you got to do this right now, though, because this is a good deal. If you need one filter for your house, you get one. If you need three filters because you have three different places to change them, you'll get three. Whatever it is, that shipment, it's going to be totally free if you go this weekend only to filtereasy.com slash money pit. That's a great offer, Kevin. We really appreciate you setting us up. Absolutely. We are here to deliver clean air to as many folks as possible, and we look forward to helping out the Money Pit listeners. All right. Go to filtereasy.com slash Money Pit. But remember, you must do it this weekend uh, at the close of Business Sunday. It's over. It's gone. It will never be offered again. So go this weekend to filtereasy.com slash Money Pit and get your first shipment of filters for free from filtereasy.com. Kevin Barry, the Chief Operating Officer of filtereasy.com a subscription service for Filter that he thought up while he's in college, and now he's doing phenomenally well and providing clean air for all. Thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit, Kevin. Thank you. All right, just ahead, can battery-powered tools do the same job as those that are electric-powered? What about those that are gas-powered? Well, we say they can, and we tested a battery-powered lawnmower to prove it. We have the details plus more of your calls after this. Live in a Money Pit. Today's Money Pit is presented by DIYs, a unique mobile app that helps homeowners tackle DIY projects better and wiser. It's a one-stop shop for engaging video tutorials and step-by-step -step instructions where you can shop for tools and even video chat with a trade professional if you need help. The DIYs app, available in the App Store. That's DIYZ. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. You got a spring project plan there, Miss Leslie? You did a lot of work last year. What do you got to do this year? Just maybe some touch-up? You know, last year we did a ton of work at the house, which is great. And we've seen the benefits of it. You know, the new windows and the more insulation really reduced our heating costs. So I'm excited to see that happen again and, you know, see those cooling costs come down. But I have to tell you, the yard kind of suffered the wayside. You know, all the little cute stone edges I have around the, you know, the floor flower beds and things, they're kind of crumbled apart and a little too short. And I want to do some just things around the yard. And I also have this little slate patio that I had given to Ed for his 40th birthday that I put in myself. And, you know, this is 10 years ago. And I have right. this gigantic white pine. And the roots have just caused such disruption of that patio. So I, I think either I'm going to start it or maybe I might have a pro come in with some heavy machinery and really dig down for me and get that good base and get rid of that big root for me. And then I can go ahead and do everything else i gotta see because it's that root that gives me such a hard time and you know i'm not as strong as you all think i am <laughs> you're pretty strong and you're definitely <laughs> tough but I, I agree use the pro for those big projects and you can work on the rest hey we're pros and we're here to help you with your project so if you got a question on how to get it done now would be a great time to call 888 money pit
Well, now that it's spring, it's about time we start hearing the lawnmowers, hedge trimmers, and chainsaws getting fired up around the neighborhood. But thanks to the advancements in brushless motor technology, battery-powered tools are getting better and better and now can do those jobs just as well. Yep, and a good example of this is the new line from Greedenworks called Pro 60 Volt. They're available exclusively at Lowe's and Lowe's.com, and they sent me the new Greenworks 60 Volt Lithium Walk Behind Mower to check out. So a couple of things worth noting. Straight off, you got to notice this. It's a push-button start, right? So that means no cords to pull, so there's no gas or oil hassle to deal with. Plus, You know, this brushless motor, you're, of course, concerned, is it really going to do the job? It's battery-powered. It's not gas or oil. Listen, with this brushless motor technology, it was super powerful. I plunged it into some tall grass and barely noticed anything. The battery can handle up to a half acre, so that's a lot of reasons to give up gas mowers for good. Yeah, and I like that it folds for storage, and you can even store it vertically, which is going to save 70% of storage space in your garage. And I mean, that is already valuable real estate, right? Definitely. Now, the walk-behind mower is part of a full suite of Greenworks Pro 60-volt lithium-powered outdoor equipment. It also includes a string trimmer, a hedge trimmer, a chainsaw, and a handheld leaf blower. Wouldn't you love to quiet those things down? You can with this new line from Greenworks Pro 60-volt, available exclusively at Lowe's and Lowe's.com. Doug in Rhode Island is dealing with a squeaky floor. Tell us, Doug, where is it? I have a, uh, there's a couple of spots in the master bedroom where... When you walk over those spots, they squeak. Now, the room has wall-to-wall carpeting, and I'm wondering if there's some type of a fastener that can go through the carpeting without damaging the carpeting. And I, But I also have access uh, to the joist and subfloor from the basement, and I don't know if there's something I could do with that from that end. Yeah, there is. Now, how old is your house, Doug? It's 25 years old. Okay, perfect. So there's two things you can do here. First of all, the reason the floor is squeaking is because there's movement between the subfloor and the floor joist. So if you can tighten up the attachment of the subfloor to the floor joist, um, then it's going to quiet the squeak. Now, you can actually do this through the carpet, and this is method one. If you can identify where the floor joist is, through that carpet by use of like a stud finder because they can they can look actually deep into the floorboards about three inches in there. So if you can find where those joists are, you can either take a finish nail, and I like to use a galvanized like number 10 or number 12 finish nail, and I'll drive it through the carpet at a slight angle so it's going through the carpet, through the subfloor, and into the floor joist. Then what you do is grab the carpet nap and like sort of pull it up so it comes through the head of the nail and kind of brush it and it will disappear. When you first do nail the, the drive the nail in, the carpet will look dimpled. But if you grab the nap of it and pull it up so it, it actually pierces the nail, you can sort of make it disappear. You can also do this with a, what's called a breakaway screw. There's a, a screw that's like a drywall screw, except it's designed to snap off at the head. And that can be done through carpets. Now, he asked about doing something from below. Yes, what you could do also is if you could figure out the noisy places, um, you could take a block of wood. Like I've done this with like maybe like a a, a one by three or a two by four. And I'll put a lot of uh, adhesive uh, like a liquid nails, a construction adhesive on two edges of the board like the 
places the part that's going to be up against the subfloor and the part that will be up against the floor joist. And I'll put like the three and a half inch side against the floor joist and push it up tight into the subfloor and then I'll screw it into the floor joist so it's really tight, right? And then I'll kind of leave it alone and let it dry. And that will give you some additional uh, support for that loose area, and that can quiet the squeak as well. Yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. Okay. Oh, I appreciate it. I'll try uh, Yeah. All right. Good luck, Doug. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Are you getting ready for a painting project? Well, we're going to have the secret to getting those nice, clean lines between the colors next. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And hey, if you are a DIYer, there's now a national holiday just for you. Sunday, April 2nd is National DIY Day. And to help celebrate, we have teamed up with the folks at the DIYs mobile app who are all about getting you the help you need for all your DIY projects. Yep. DIYs is a very handy app. It lets you video chat with a professional advisor that's got years of experience in their field. And the advisors can answer questions about home repairs, remodeling, craft projects, or even help you plan your next big home improvement. And the best part is that right now, the service is free for a limited time. I mean, where else can you talk to a contractor for free and get good independent expert advice? You can with the DIYs app. That's right. Plus for DIY Day, Tom and I will be taking a shift as pro advisor for DIYs. On Sunday, April 2nd from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will be able to connect with us personally one-on-one or should I say one-on-two. Tom and I will both be able to answer (laughs) for all the answers to your home improvement, decor, remodeling, even crafting questions. So download the DIYs mobile app today for free in the Apple App Store for your iPhone or Google Play for your Android and mark your calendars to connect with us one-on-one on April 2nd from 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, we talk to so many of you each week. It's going to be really nice to actually see you guys in person. All right. So Joan now has posted a question to the Money Pit community section. And uh, here's a question you can probably help with, Leslie. Joan wants to know, how do I get nice, clean lines when repainting my living space? This is something that uh, DIYers always struggle with. The professionals never even use masking tape. But us DIYers, well, we really need it. But I guess the, the trick here is in how you use that tape, right? It pretty much depends on what tape you use. If you're going to use a standard painter's tape, you know, that paper tape that you get at the home improvement store, what you want to do is you want to put down your tape and then take the color that you'll be painting with and sort of seal that paint edge so that whatever paint is going to bleed through will bleed through that same color. So that's a helpful tip. But there are some tapes out there that have a really amazing technology built into them. They have this sort of absorbent quality. So when the paint hits the tape, that tape then sort of seals itself to your wall surface so nothing can get underneath it. And that's truly in the tape's technology itself. There's a couple of different manufacturers out there that make this. You've got to see it. I think one calls it paint lock and another calls it frog tape. You know, you got to look in the aisle, but you'll find the tapes there that do this magic. 
All right, Andrew writes from Buffalo, says, In the last few years, my 12-year-old house has developed dark areas where the sheetrock has screwed to the trusses. Uh, This is only at the outer edge where the ceiling meets the wall. Should I be worried? Should I seal the spots and then paint? All right, so what's happening here? We call it ghosting, Andrew. And because where the wall is attached to the framing, it's actually colder than if you think the left and the right of that because there's insulation on the other side of that. So where it's cold, what happens where it's cold? You get condensation. So as the air moves around your house, it's always circulating. Air has dust and dirt in it. It strikes that ceiling surface where it's cold. It condenses and it stains right in that stripe underneath the truss. So nothing to worry about. Maybe increase your filtration, but you can go ahead and prime it and paint it and you will be good to go. Or perhaps just clean it and you might see that it comes back without any further pain. (laughs) We'll see how much work you've got to do there, Andrew. (laughs) You've been listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show on this, the very first weekend of spring. We hope that we've helped you get some ideas and some inspiration for the projects you'd like to take on around your house. We are here to help 24-7 at 8 Money Pit. It doesn't matter when you hear this show. You can pick up the phone and call us at 888-MONEY-PIT. If we are not in the studio to help, we will call you back the next time we are. And remember, you can always post your question to the community section at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. 